Mm-hmm. Garden started. Uh-huh. I had up in M&M's. I had no, like... I mean, I have been eating sort of kind of unhealthy a little bit. Like, I had, like, two or three French shell sticks, but I ain't had no syrup or nothing with it. I didn't even have no sugar on it. It was just French shell sticks. You just had that jelly today. I mean, that was today. I'm talking about um, over the week. But my trainer gave it to me, so, I mean, technically... It's my fault if you don't lose, if I don't lose, I mean, it's your fault if I don't lose weight, because you gave it to me. I gave what to you? Not you, my trainer. Oh. Um, who's anyway, your trainer? Will. Oh, you never met Will. He worked with me, though. Oh. Um, um, so, yeah. The yawns. Yeah, I've just been trying to, like, I've really been trying to cut back on my sugar, but. It's this water intake that's wearing me thin. I be want some juice or something, like, those are disgusting to me. Really? Oh, I don't even like them. Anyway, <clears throat> oh wait, let you get that all out your system. Who else up, everybody? It's your best friend Trevaris. And your baby daddy Dom. And this is Peach Tea Podcast. A Missy Elliott exclusive. This is a Missy Elliott exclusive. Ain't that what she said? I don't know. Like, when she was like, is it worth it? This is... The remix. That's all I could think of. Remix. No. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, how are you? I'm good. Um, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Corona free. We're doing good things. I am corona-free. Yes, I too am corona-free. Um, however, comma, yes. my job has been very slow Okay. this whole week. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to say it's been very slow, but like literally the beginning of the week, we were fine. And like you can see in the numbers of business, each yeah. day gets like slower and slower, slower and slower and slower. Um, so, yeah. Um, eventually they, um, yesterday I found out that we will be closing for two weeks. Starting when? Oh, starting now. Yeah. So last night when I closed the store. That was it. That was it. So for two weeks we're going to be closed. Um, and then they said they're going to, um, send out more updates. So we could be closed for three weeks or we could be closed. Until the government says everybody. Right. right But for right now. Two weeks. I feel like I f- was the my home all closed or just y'all. Well, well, it's just it's all urbans. Okay. Or whatever. I don't know if, if like, anybody else. Well, I know that when I went to work yesterday, um, the Apple stores were closed. Um, oof. the Microsoft stores were closed. That's rough. Um, I got an email from Sephora uh-huh. saying that oh, they're they not do doing. Makeup. Yeah, they're not doing any of the makeup services. Yeah, nobody is. Mac isn't. Um, yeah. I saw Raquel and Nina saying that you know they. They have their personal services if y'all need them because they can't do makeup at the store no more. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Morphe too. So. Yeah. So, um, so, I mean, people are taking precautions. Like, we had to take all the testers off the floor. Yeah. Um, like nail polish and... Or, yeah, like, like the eyeshadow testers. Oh, yeah. um, we have, like, the lip gloss testers, but we have, like, the little, you know, the wands mm-hmm. that people can use. Um, so, we had to take, like, all of that off the floor. That's crazy. Um... 
I will so, say yeah. I have been. I, I. It makes you realize how much you wash your hands now. It makes me realize how much I actually touch my face. Like I never thought I touched my face that much. This is true. But like, really being mindful of it, really. Like you touching my face is the equivalent of like a sigh, like a deep sigh of relief. Like I just kind of just rub my face, like. Yeah, because sometimes yeah, sometimes I like rub my. Because I wear glasses. Yeah. So sometimes I have to, like, take my glasses off and I just, like, rub my eyes real quick right. and put them back on. Or, like, sometimes I, like, play with my eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Like, where you just, like, stroke oh, yeah, it yeah, 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 or whatever. Yeah. So I realized, like, okay. I, I do start this, doing that. I do, like, that. Like, the forehead Rubbing your forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. But I've, I have been more mindful of, like, washing my hands yes. more. Because, like, I already washed them, like, you know, right. after it's maybe, the bathroom. Because I deal with money a lot. I've... I realized, like, yeah. I do this a lot. So, I, I always watched them, like, coming yeah. out of the bathroom. Um, and then, like, sometimes even midday, like, mid... Just randomly. Just randomly, I would yeah. wash them, like, if my hand felt sticky or whatever. But now, I'm, like, making it a point of, like, washing them a little more. Like, I got my hand sanitizer on me. The girls was in the club asking for hand sanitizer. I was like, sure, girl. You Which, actually, water. hand sanitizer, you're only supposed to use it, like, twice, and then you have to go wash your hands. Well, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, it, because it becomes ineffective if you just only are using. Well, yeah, it. I only do it like in between. So, like, mm-hmm. if I'm while I'm working and serving tables, if I don't have time right now to get to wash my hands, let me yeah, just do it yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that um, makes sense. So yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, just my week has been good. It's been really, it um, and then we've been really working on like doing sanitary things, like wiping down the um, the little credit card machines. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. people touch those all the time. Um, like the handrails at the stairs, yeah. um, the door handles, because people have to open doors and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we've been trying to make make sure um, they were like constantly wiping those down right? and stuff like that. Um, Zara, they um, weren't letting people try on clothes. Really? They closed down their whole fitting room. Wow. Because, you I mean, know, in the fitting sense. room, like a lot of people go in and yeah. out there, in and out. So they closed in the fitting room. So if you went in Zara, like you, you just had to buy it. Listen. You just had to buy it. <laughs> Why niggas be going to be butt naked in the side? They're like... No, I've seen some... Yes. Listen, we've seen some... The people be between some H&M, free Twitter videos. Between H&M and Zara dressing rooms with them good lighting. The girls be in the left half. And... Uh, and uh, Forever 21. 21. And, uh, like, Macy's. Oh, no. See, they, be, they, they be they fucking. They be fucking. They be having, like, sex sex. <laughs> right. But the other rooms, they just be, like... Naked and posing, and right. You know, dick swinging and shit. Right. Interesting. Okay, that's cute. Um, How was your week? It was... It was cool. Um, yeah, it was a lot of um, a lot of sorry I couldn't make it to your shows. Um, uh, a lot of talking about the show. People who were there, right? Um, work, of course, which is a little slow, but um, yeah, just it was it was an interesting week for me. Um, like I was in a I was good, but then I was in this awkward place emotionally during the week. Mm-hmm. But I've been in, like, you know, positive spirits, like, positive things around good. Like, I enjoy working with the coworkers that I work with this week, and it just was, you know, it was right. good like that. So it was cool. While we're at it, I just want to take this time to thank everybody I was say, let's, for yeah. coming to the PC Podcast Live Show. Like, it really was. It really was, um... Well, first of all, let's backtrack. Okay. Me and Trey were stressing so much about this live show. Yes. Um, because it didn't seem like 
the tickets were really selling. Right. And we were like getting like a little worried that nobody was going to show up. Yes. Also, like, we didn't realize how much money things were going to take. Yes. <laughs> so we were like, okay, like, if people don't show up and buy these tickets, like, we not going to. We just throw money into the wind. Right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that was that. But the day of, I feel like everything went smoothly. Like, even everything. though I was feeling like a little nervous, I feel like everything. For went, the most part. Everything went smoothly. It yeah. worked out. Um. So, yes, I just want, I think for me, it was more so like, I was really appreciative of, and just speaking for myself and my experiences, um, people love Princess Carter and they want to come to Princess Carter shows and some people spend money to come to, depending on the, you know, the venue, if you have to pay to get in, people spend money to come to these shows and tips. So, like, for me, it was a great moment to, people came to see Trayvon without Princess Carter. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, like, right. That felt good because I feel like people sometimes it gets tired when people are always asking, like, why didn't you wear it? Why didn't you come and drag to this event? Like, this is not what this is. Like right. or people even some people were asking, like, you know, is this gonna be Princess Carter's show or is this gonna be you? So it was just nice to just like be somewhere and it just be me. You know, like it was it was just me. Like it wasn't all right. the extra and it was a great feeling because, you know, it gets hard when you, at once in my life, I never saw myself doing drag. So I was already just performing and there was no chance of nothing. So for people to buy tickets and come see me outside of drag, it was just a great experience for me. Like, that was a great thing. Listen. So. And then I was just happy that people were actually like. People enjoyed themselves. They enjoyed themselves. Yes. They um they bought things from, ben- yes. from the vendor. That was a good thing for me, like... Yeah, I like, I was very excited because yeah. not only did people come to support us, they also supported our Everything friends. that was there. Yeah. Because even Annie, um, from Blades and Blend, shout out to her, didn't really know she wanted to even do, like, her little drinking thing anymore because she wasn't getting anything. So, like, this... It gave her the boost that she needed, you know, to see people supporting her drinks and... Saying and some people bought... They they bought one, drank that, and went back okay. and bought another one, like... I went to my really, car house and saw one in the fridge. I was like, yes, God. I still got mine in the fridge. <laughs> so I was like, I... I People really enjoyed... Right. ...what was the whole experience. Right. And so I'm really happy about that. And, like, even some people are like, are y'all gonna do another one? When y'all gonna do that again? I'm like... Girl, we'll get the... Listen. There will be another one, but it ain't right now. So right. <laughs> just, no, that takes, that's a process. Um, so, yes, thank everybody for. And shout out to, like, our people that couldn't make it, that, that still bought, bought tickets. Because yes. um, we did raffle some tickets off and people got, got in with those yes. tickets. So, thank you to those people. Shout out to them. And, yeah, I mean, that's it. I don't even feel like being shady right now, so I'm just going to leave that alone. I yes. Just, we're shout not, out not. to the ones, shout everybody that helped, and and everybody that held up their end of the bargain. Held up their held up their end of the bargain, and if we had to pay you for your service and you delivered a great service, we thank you for that. Period. And that's that on that. <laughs> um. So yes. Um. So yeah. All right. Well, I guess we can get into. I do not have a peach of the week. Oh my gosh. I don't either. Oh, wow. I, like, totally forgot about that. I, I You know what? Our peach is going to go to everybody who came by the ticket. We appreciate you. Actually, our peach is going to go specifically to Chase Cassidy, Quan Dollar, Andrea Chapman, um, 
Ashley Cooper. What's your friend's name? The first one that bought a ticket. Uh, I can't remember his name right now, but his Instagram Eric. is fuck you mean. But his name is Eric something. Okay. Yes. Those people, specifically, they bought tickets knowing that they could not make it, but they wanted to support. Yes. Like So shout out to them for purchasing tickets and just... Oh, and Joyelle... Oh, I forgot her last name. But yes, those people bought tickets knowing you know they couldn't come. They live out of state or whatever the case may be. And they didn't come. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. You get the beach. Yay! Golf, golf class. Right. <laughs> Two fingers. Um, so, yes, I guess we can get into brew of the week. Uh, the tea is exceptionally good today. Who made this? Mmm. Mm, very delicious. Hold on. Of course, Florida always fucking up. Dang. Um, a Florida man... That turned in, I don't know how to, I want, I want to set this up for you, because he got a gift. Okay, a Florida man that turned in $20,000 in cash, he found, got a gift from deputies who learned that he walks to his job. After debating on whether he should keep the money or turn it in, Benjamin decided to return the bills. Um, I'm guessing his last name is Feliciano? Mm-hmm. Feliciano. Feliciano found the cash near a Florida mall last weekend in a bag packed with crispy $100 bills. When deputies found out Feliciano walked to his job um, and held signs all day, they donated to show their appreciation. It's not about having money. It's just, I guess I believe in doing the right thing is more rewarding, Feliciano said. While wasn't um, life-changing cash... It was a token of appreciation, and Feliciano said uh, he's just happy to have a clear conscience. Why you keep bl- blanking out a word? I was just guess what they gave him in exchange for $20,000, what they donated to him, because he walks to work, and so they gave him a very helpful gift um, in exchange for $20,000 since he walks to work. They donated a bike. A used bike. I just turned in twenty thousand dollars in cash, and, and you gave me a bike. Y'all couldn't even get him like a you little, couldn't even give me a, a cash scooter? car. A, a cash car. No, I'm not one. A cash oh, yeah. car. Because I mean, five thousand dollars out of that twenty, or plus like police um, stations. They be doing the auction, like the the cars y'all they take from me, drug dealers and shit. Y'all gave me a used, donated bike, and I just gave y'all twenty thousand dollars. Honest. I ain't saying I'm not saying I'm ungrateful because no because I mean because literally riding a bike is probably better than walking uh, depending on if you got the lecture for that I mean because uh, you know sometimes if you if you're going down a hill you can just coast true but if you're going up that one it's you gotta get out that bike and roll her up listen but so, still I just I they could have like they could they could have gave him a little y'all tried a little meter car yeah y'all tried. A little 1991 Honda Accord. Something. As long as it passed emissions, that's all I need. Literally. And it got AC and heat. Just, I'll get the windshield wipers myself. Honestly, you don't really need AC. You you really need heat. You really this don't need true. AC. You can this roll them true. windows down. This is true. Do a little sweat. You Take your shirt off. Put it on the back seat. Literally. Anyway. Oh, because they, um, they are in Florida. Listen, it gets <laughs> hot. Trust me. I, we, I remember one time we had a car. We used to have a Crown Vic, one of the police cars. And it, the windows used to be like, we had to put the cardboard in the window because it was dropped down sometimes. Ooh. 
And we also didn't have... Oh, ratatata. No, <laughs> Baby. When I tell you, mom, the leather season gets hot. Oh, you had leather seats? Yes. See, I used to Ooh. always want a car with leather seats until I got in somebody's car with leather seats. And I was like, oh, baby, this is not the you business. You put on some shorts and that skin, get to stick into the... Ooh, mm-hmm. it gets hot. Yes, God. Okay, so, France Bordering was arrested early Tuesday morning for battery on a person 65 years or older. Damn. The victim, a patient at Gulf Coast Hospital located in Fort Myers, told the police, though, told the sheriff's office they woke up around 11 p.m. on Monday and felt something touching their feet. According to records, the victim initially thought it was a nurse checking on them, but it happened, to, it happened two more times, records show. The victim told deputies they felt something wet between their toes during the third incident, when I looked over, the victim saw, um, the victim said they saw Bordering on his knees next to the bed and bent over their feet. According to deputies, the victim said they ripped their foot away from Bordering and he went back to the chair he was previously sitting in, according to records. Bordering is a sitter that watches patients throughout the night, according to the arrest records. Hospital security called the sheriff's office after the victim reported the incident to a nurse. Bordering was arrested and taken to the Lee County Jail without incident. At this time, he remains in custody. So he was, he was sucking, licking, he was sucking toes. toes. Sucking on people's toes while they were asleep. That is gross. I just... That is so gross. I don't already... Like, you are trusted. I already don't have a thing for feet. But then for it to be like an elderly person that I'm not even like attracted to in that way, like... The foot fetishes sometimes get a little extreme. Like people just really be out of here. Like I'll do whatever. I just because I, I don't mind if somebody has a fetish. Like that's your thing. Sure, but like practice it in a way that is like Perf- not like your job. This is your job. This is your job. Number one, but two, you're violating somebody. Nobody, yeah. nobody asked you for that. That's like literally. I mean, I know some people are probably gonna like bash me for this or come at me for this, but like that's that's to me that's like the equivalent of rape. Yeah. Because you are doing something to somebody without their consent. And and not even that, like, as a family member, I'm sending my family member here, like, in your to care. To get care. I'm trusting you to right. take care of them and watch them because I can't do it. And you licking people's toes And you, like, sleep. sucking on my grandma and my granddaddy's toes and shit like that. Like, like, that's not... That's gross. It's just... Ugh. That's sad. It's, <laughs> but it's... Because then you also hear about the stories about people who, like... These nurses who are like beating on these beating old, old people, people and not yeah. like making them sit in their own like you know feces and, and uh-huh. just. But then I know somebody who like she was on Facebook the other day. She said she had a hard day. She lost one of her patients. You know mm-hmm. she works nursing home. So it was like you got the good people who are really there. You know doing good. They love their patients. Take good care of them. Like this is a job. And then you got the ones who like fucking up for everybody. Literally, I've, I've been watching Grey's Anatomy. Um, That's how micromanagement gets started, and then everybody be here mad. What? Cause like one person fuck it up. Oh yeah, so I can't they, do my job. Yeah, on my back. True, but um, I've been watching Grey's Anatomy on Netflix, mm-hmm. um, because I had seen the show like bits and pieces like throughout the years. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they have all the seasons on Netflix. So right. I was like, let me just start from the beginning and just watch it all the way through. <sighs> when I tell you, it is an emotional roller coaster. Really, Shonda Rhimes did her thing on that. Show. I. I feel like at one point I watched it, but I don't remember nothing about that show. Right. I feel like I probably did watch a season or two of that, but I feel like I would have to watch it from the beginning because I don't remember nothing on that right. show. Right, same. That was that was the same for me, but like literally like 
if these are if these events in the show are, are like based stories. on true stories or like you know what I'm saying if they got like inspiration from like real doctors and nurses and stuff like that like the healthcare profession is like it's a thing it is crazy I, I saw a picture of um two surgeons laying on the hospital floor because mm-hmm. they had to do like it was some like intense like surgery I think it was a brain surgery something like that mm-hmm. but it's like a sixteen hour some surgeries are like sixteen hour surgery I've seen one that was like thirty six hours yeah and so you and but you can't leave because. I can't let go of this thing that I'm doing. Right. So it's like, yeah, yeah. This is like I am literally, I am literally in charge of your life. Your life is in my hands, literally. And I can't even go to the bathroom. And it'd be something as simple as like, if I snip the wrong little thing, or like something could rupture while if I'm trying I to get pick something itch, up, bitch. Like, it's and it's over. Like, I just or or just even like. I think about, like, the people who are, like, the nurse who just in there. You're sitting at the, you know, the front desk, whatever, and they're just bringing a murder scene. It's just a blood everywhere. That's how, like, that's how it be like, happening. Like, like literally, because if you think about it, okay, like, on one of the episodes, mm-hmm. there was a car accident mm-hmm. or whatever, but it was, like, a pileup. Oh. So then you got three, four ambulances just pulling up, bring, pulling up yeah, bringing people or whatever. So then you gotta have like all hands on deck. So you gotta like, okay, wheel this person over to this room. Right. Wheel this person over to this room. Okay. I need somebody over here to take the, this person. Got you know what I'm saying? Right. And like all of that happening all at once. I just because I already don't like hospitals as it is. True. So Facts. it's just like to have to work in that. Like I think the most I could probably do is maybe like I could probably be like a children's doctor, like a pediatrician. Just come for the common cold. Like I can't. And even then, just leave me with the front desk. I can't take leave me at the front desk. <laughs> you got insurance? All right, okay. fill out this form. Check you and in. That's all that I can and, do. And then type like, in their shit and tell them to wait for the doctor. Because I remember me and my mom used to religiously watch First 48. And she was saying how, like, she thinks that she could she could be the person that, like, goes in and cleans up the murder scene. Like, after they come and get the body or whatever, I should clean it up. I'm like, girl, No. no. <laughs> No, ma'am. She was like, I mean, because, you know, I don't, the worst is done. No, because what if somebody got shot in the head? I'm not cleaning up brain particles off the off the walls. No. I'm talking about it's just blood all down the walls. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, or, um, Mm-mm. like, you saw that video of the man talking about it's just stuff dripping down his wall. And kind of find out his upstairs neighbor had died. And rigor mortis had said it in his body. Started, like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to go in this. And go get him. No. no. First of all, I'm leaving out of my apartment because he is also in here now. Right. Because so, I'm like, you don't know how long people have been dead in their apartments and stuff like that. And it's just... Like, all of that. Like, no, even like, you. I couldn't be a 911 operator because you got one time to call me breathing heavy and freaking out. I, I'm... <laughs> hold on. Let me, Listen, let me transfer this and call. And you know if it's a child, you know that's going to oh, freak me out. I just... But it's just me in general, like, with somebody panicking, I've gotten a little bit better with frantic moments. Mm-hmm. I used to freeze. I used to like the minute something bad happened. I just like just like I just hold my breath and freeze. Mm-hmm. But now it's like because I remember after my mom passed out. I think that's what helped me. Like okay, let's all figure this out. Oh, um, because we were at a job fair and it was a real, real long line. I think she had just started this new blood pressure medicine or whatever. And she just had been, we still been standing in line for a long time, and she just like hit it, and everybody around was like. I'm doing this. I'm this. I'm like, okay. So who's a doctor for real? Like, right. I, literally, I literally had to like stand up and was like, okay, I need everybody to back up. Who's a doctor for real? <laughs> like, right. cause everybody hollering about they do this and do that. I need one person 
Because 15 of y'all gonna help one person. Like, right. I need bitch. one I person. Don't, I, don't, I don't need somebody that all you can do is take blood right. pressure. I need somebody right. that's gonna be able to help her for real. And so <laughs> the very, I think it was like, so I think she passed, it was like a Thursday. I went to church on a Sunday. Um, I think Uncle Ryan was like doing like a message at the team industry. So I went to support him. Mm-hmm. And it, they have like students who do all the, like the sound, the cameras, all that. And the girl that was on the camera just passed out. Like she did the camera and everything. And everybody was like, oh. <gasps> And I just got up and went, like, you know, okay, I got this. I, I, I know I what just, to do. It just happened. I got this. I know what to do. <laughs> so, it was like, I'm kind of better now with, I think the only thing I'll ever want to experience, like, a seizure. Well, okay. So, I've experienced, when I was working at H&M in Atlanta Station, uh-huh. this pregnant lady passed out at the okay. register. Oh, God. Okay. She overheated. Okay. Um, When I was working at CERT, this lady had a seizure. Uh, this is the one that shitted on herself? Yep, that's the one that shitted on I herself. I remember that. Um, she had a seizure, so I'm, I mean, like, but I've never like been close enough where it's like I, cause I was there, but I wasn't close enough to where I had to deal with your having a seizure. Mm, got you it. You know, like, cause some people say, um, like, put a spoon on their tongue so they won't swallow their tongue or like, choke on their tongue, mm-hmm. or like, you know, don't hold their head in a certain spot because you want the airflow to still be able to be mm-hmm. there. You have to um, tilt their head back so it opens up. And then also them. people say, like, don't restrict their body movement. Just let it happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so I just, it's, yeah, I I just don't want no parts of the health profession. I'm good. Listen, let me just. Because you got one to walk in with your bone hanging out your body. And it's like, girl, throw the man away. Like, let, me just, let me just renew my CPR card. <laughs> And that's it. Let me renew my CPR card. And Listen, I will give you the Hamlet. And that's it. I will check your pulse. That is it. And I will call 911. And that is it. <laughs> because Maybe. even I remember, um, even with like animals, I know it's like she had a real, real big dog and the dog died in the house. But they animal say, control. But okay, so you, you, you come call, you call animal control. But they also treat it like a human being. Like, they have to send the, like, you know, the, the corner people. Mm-hmm. Like, that to come. You mean I got to wait? And I think the day, some, like, they don't do something on, like, certain days. It's almost like jail. Like, you know, if you get in here, you in here for the week or whatever. But, like, with dogs, it's not a human being. With dogs, it's like, if they die on Saturday, we ain't in the office till Monday. So, sis got it. But you can't throw this dog away, and you can't bring it nowhere. So it has to sit where it's at and we can come get it. Mm-mm. That's why I need I'm a yard. Not... You can die outside. Let me tell you something. What I'm not going to do <laughs> is have Cujo sitting in my garage or on my living room floor. Literally. Dead for two days. You in the middle of the living room floor. Just stepping over this dog because he's dead. I can't do nothing with it. No. You put a sheet over it like um like when you passed out in church. Yeah, put a sheet like, over it. No. Like, and then I don't even want to touch the dog because it's dead. Like, what I'm going to do, kick it all the way to where... Like, I'm not taking no chances with this. I can't handle it. And how that. fast do animals decompose? Because I, I'm sure I don't fa- want no smell. I'm sure faster than humans. Ugh, gross. And they're worse. Like, you know, dogs just... They hold... They're just different. It's a different... They hold odors. It's different. <laughs> like, it's just different. Do? I just... I didn't say that yet. <laughs> it's just different. Um. So, yeah. I, I'm good on the profession of the health. I'm, I will stick to entertainment and all things... In front of the camera, where I'm gonna need help, and I don't want to help nobody. Ooh, selfish. As, as far as help, as far as health, but I mean, I, I love helping people. I'm oh, about speaking health of life. health, so I just had a. Uh... <laughs> oh, child, mama, I got shot in her rib. <clears throat> I didn't get shot. Bang bang, shut up. She got scars. She's a hood nigga now. Whatever. <laughs> I woke up and I had like a cyst on my side, so I had to go to like the urgent care, and they had to like slice me open oh. and 
Dr. Pimple Popper me. Oh my god. I wish I kind of kind of saw. I wish I was gonna see him a little bit. He showed me um because he like had to take a culture uh-huh. of it um so they could like test it and see like what kind of bacteria I guess or whatever. Mm. Um, so he showed me like the stuff in the tube and I was just like, okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, you can That's take that down. No thanks. But um, but yeah, I was just like, ugh. I'm they showed so me my teeth too. Like when they pulled my wisdom, they showed me. I was like, girl, ew. Right. First of all, why is that so big? <laughs> teeth are so fucking Mental long. Teeth are so long. I'm like, girl, why? Teeth are so long. I don't think people realize like teeth go so far like, down. How does my mouth? How is my mouth even holding up right now? Like, I feel like that was a support system. You just removed that. A support life. beam. <laughs> like, I feel like you just pulled my whole life out of my face. Now it's all going to just droop down in a minute. Ugh. So yeah. Anyway, um, yes. today's topic. Um, we don't have one really. Well, yeah, it's more so like part two of questions from the live show, but these are more like. Questions slash topics. Yes. Like, I mean, areas of, points of discussion. And a little bit more. In depth. Yeah, not as like, because I feel like the live show, we really had some like. Outrageous shit. And people, I've still been asking people about, like, people were still talking about this whole $80 million sucking dick in front of their mama. Listen, I don't know. Like, I just. I I would love, I need people, okay, y'all, for DM us and email us. I really want to know, like. Would eighty you? million dollars, eight for, zero for eighty zero eight million. zero million dollars. That's after the taxes have been cut, pulled out. <laughs> Would you suck dick in front of your mama, or eat cootie cat for the lesbians? Yes, or the straights. I mean, straight niggas might for eighty million dollars. They might have to chuck one to the game. Just <laughs> I mean, um, but yeah, I would DM us. Or email us at thepeachtpodcast at gmail.com or, of course, thepeachtpodcast on Instagram. I mean, because honestly, listen, we're all adults. We're all sexual beings. Listen, mama. This is gawk gawk. I just... Here go three, four, five million. Sis. That's really... I mean, your debt is paid for. Brand new car. Like, what's up? Because $80 million, me getting you a house, a car, and paying that up, I'm still not... I'm not hurt at all. Not at all. Like, I like could... I'm li- not... I, I can literally buy your dream I could house. literally give you half of this, honestly. It'd be all right. I'm not, because... But I'm just saying, I could give you half of this, and, and we be, both and be we, set. And this is... And I'm not hurting. <laughs> Let me do what I gotta do, Sharon. Child. Should Period. I be like, okay, just get her done. Anyways, so... Um, so, yes. Um, You wanna go first, or you want me to go first? I'll let you go first. Okay, well, I led this whole thing last time. I'll let you go first. Let's like, just let talk you... about this. Okay, so... It's kind of like old news now. Okay. Cause it's been a week. Yes. But um, the baby slapping that woman. Um, I you don't heard know. about it, right? Yes, I ha- I saw the video. Oh, see, I didn't see the video. Yeah, he 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 smacked fire from her. I know <laughs> he he got her together, but it lo- it was very random, like a reflex. Because from what I cause I was I didn't see the video, but it was explained to me by a coworker. Yeah. And so from what she explained to me, it seemed it sounded like the girl like basically like shoved her camera in his face. Yeah, it was and the flash like a, was on or whatever. I really believe And that, he was probably just like swatting at it like, bitch, what is this? I really believe that he didn't even see who it was. He, he just saw swat. light and camera. Because it was like a Literally, he was walking with security, like through a and crowd. He just jumped, um, like you know. What I'm it was like one of those like he just like swung. So it wasn't like I'm looking for a person when I find you, I'm gonna hit you. Right. Like it was a whole bunch of lights, and he just jumped. Mm. Like he just went for it. So I don't listen. Y'all be out here doing too much. 
And then when you get smacked for doing too much... You want to play victim. And then the social media is so, all of a sudden... Cancel this person. Cancel, cancel this that person. person. Mm-hmm. Because y'all tried to cancel Jay-Z when you said they care about that man Ham when Beyonce said don't take no pictures. Child, they tried to cancel him after Beyonce album came out. So, <laughs> I just... People be trying to be mad for every thing. But I don't... I still love the baby and bitch, he hit me, so... Oh, no, he can hit me. Do you think do you think it's okay for a man to hit a woman though? I think that you get what's coming for you. And I say that in a sense of like I'm not going to let somebody just attack me without defending myself. I don't right. care who you are. I'm sorry. Right. Especially if I didn't start this situation, mm-hmm. we can argue and get loud all day. Sure, talk your shit, because I didn't have walking away. Right. If I feel like I'm angry to the point where I'm about to punch you or shit, okay, I'm I walk away. I'll still walk away. Right. But if you, like, spit on me, if you hit me, and if you jump at me, you may get hit because it's a reflex in me defending myself. You jumped at me. Like, right. I'm just going to hit me. Right. So. So then, okay. So with defending yourself, do you feel like, do you feel like men should, like, hold back some? Like, because, you know, there are some people, like, when they get mad or, like, whatever, so they go full force and, and so, go ham. So this is the thing. So then, like... You need to choose your battles wisely. Because you don't know what somebody's going through. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I've heard of, like... I truly believe in people not remembering what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was some lady... And then she stabbed her husband, like, a whole bunch of times. And it was, like... It was, like, like 15, I mean, shit, times. you seen this show Snapped? Yeah. So, but it's, like... I can see where, at some point, you just black out and lose it. Like... If you have been abused or beat on and, like, you, you hit your breaking point... Right. You sn- I can see you snapping. I mean, one of my good friends in school, um, when I was in high school, she fought this girl one morning, like, before classes started. Mm-hmm. But literally, like, after the fight, like, after after they got suspended yeah. and everything, when she came back to school, she was like, she really couldn't... Like, she doesn't yeah. really remember much of it. And she was like, I really couldn't see a lot that was going on. She was just like, all I could hear was you in the background talking about whoop her ass. Like, no, because I've had instances where I have been, like, when you're adrenaline rush, it's a, it's a different thing. Right. Because I've had instances where, like, I think I was, something, I was dancing for somebody who was performing. And I remember when I got backstage, it was like, why you don't know that speaker like that? And I was like, what speaker? And people talk about that to this day, I'm like, y'all, I don't, like, that's not, it's not funny to me because I don't remember that. Right. So, like, when your adrenaline is rushing in any situation... Right, who you knows just made, and, and it's not even about my strength. It's like I just lost it. Like right, so I just feel like I'm not gonna say men should take it easy. I feel like in general, be careful who you fucking with because you don't know. Don't and judge keep a book your hands by his, and keep your hands together. Don't judge a book by its cover. Number one, that is true. Because just because I look strong, don't mean I am strong. And just because I look weak, don't mean I'm weak. Period. I done seen some little 120 pounds soaking wet nigga throw a man across the room. So, <laughs> like, don't, you know. Yeah. That's that. On that. Okay. That's my view on Thank the smackings. Are we taking turns? Are you going to do all yours? I do all mine. How you want to do this? Um, you guys do, yeah, go. I don't, yeah, I don't really have, like, nothing crazy or, like. I was going to tell you about this man at, at the store. This rude-ass customer. So... Me and my coworker, we were like at the front of the store, mm-hmm. and we were just hanging out. You know, when people walk in, we greet them, hello, whatever, whatever. Right. So we were talking. 
So all of a sudden, I look over towards the register just to check to see like if the line was long or if they needed right. help or whatever. There's a man, and he's shirtless, and I'm like, what is going on up here? So like, I'm like looking. He has his phone propped up, like on the register or whatever, like yeah, propped up. He's talking on what looks like Facebook Live or Instagram right. Live, some some type of live. Right. He's like talking, but he took off his shirt. To change into the shirt he just bought. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I'm looking. I'm like, we have fitting rooms or whatever. So, when I said that, my coworker looked over. Uh-huh. So, um, when she saw that, she walked over to him and she was like, you know, you know, excuse me, sir. Like, we need you to put on your shirt. Uh-huh. And he was like, literally, damn, bitch, I'm about to put on a shirt. I'm buying a shirt right now. First of all... Don't call me a bitch. Right. Secondly, I understand what you're doing, but this is a business. But, the, but the thing is, to somebody that... Like, I had been watching him from the start. So right. I knew he was buying the shirt or whatever. Right. And I was just... When I made the comment and was like, dang, put on your shirt. When she looked, all she saw was him just standing there with no right. shirt on. She's just doing her job. Right. So she's just doing her job as a manager. Like, excuse me, sir, I need you to put your shirt on. Right. And, like, he just, like, was just real rude. But then what makes it even worse is he was with a girl, which I'm guessing was his girlfriend. Right. She just standing there looking like a sad puppy that's been beat all the time. Always. Or whatever. So it's like, girl, one, why you didn't say something or calm him down? But two, why are you dragging behind him like that? Like Because he paying for everything. I guess. I just, I don't understand, like... I feel like sometimes men would not act the way they act if women would say certain things. Like, step up. Because, okay, case in point. No. It, if people hold people accountable. Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. Like, So, there was a guy in the fitting room, and he was asking me about these pants that mm-hmm. he had on. And I was like, you know, they're nice or whatever. And the girl next to me, she was like, I don't know, something's weird. So, I turned to her, and I whispered, and I was like, well, tell him to pull them up. Right. Because he had his, like, he was sagging. I was like, just tell him to pull his pants, like, all the way up. Right. Like, on his way. So, he pulled the pants. She was like, I don't know. She was like, pull him up. Let me see. Like, right. they might look better. So, he pulled him up, and they actually fit him. Right. And they fit him like there with, like, a cargo jean or whatever. And she was like, oh, yeah, that looks way better. She was like, you should just wear them up. Right. And he was like, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. So, it's like, sometimes when women say things. It's easier than if a man says it or something. Yeah, like, or men will change their actions sometimes when they think, like, they can impress a woman. It's all about presentation of a... It's all about delivery. That is true. I guess. Mm. Yeah, I don't... Mm. Yeah. People just... Too much. Have you ever, um... Have you ever, or do you ever feel like you have to, like, code switch in certain environments? Oh, baby. That is my life. Really? (laughs) Yes. Literally. Okay, so... We actually, me and my coworker Patty, mm-hmm. we were talking about this, which I actually want to have Patty on the podcast one day. I think sure. you'd like her. Um, but we were talking about like what it is to code switch and like how it is, um, how it's actually kind of like I guess harmful in a way mm-hmm. because like white people don't really have to code switch, right? Because the way society is set up. Um, it's just, it benefits them. Right. But people of color are the ones who have to, like, 
change our hair yeah. so we can get a job. We have to change how we speak so we don't sound threatening or yeah. that we sound educated. Well, even even like if if me and you have like you know urban vernacular right. or whatever, like you know what I'm saying if I come up to you and I'm like what up my nigga y'all I'm talking right, about right. like. That's, we know okay, what we're talking about. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we're dumb or anything, right. but like that's how we speak to each right. other. But we can't go into other settings like that. So right. like we have to like. Now, do you think that you have to coach, which as far as like, in certain environments, I guess turning up the masculinity. Yes. Okay. Um. Even with even with me being at work, like I interact with guys mm-hmm. differently than I interact with girls. Okay. Like with yeah. girls. I can, you know, be a little more playful. Right. Um, I can, you know, suggest clothing items and, right. you know what I'm saying, be not necessarily flirtatious, but right. like I could I could do that banter back and forth right. with them. With guys, I'm not like that. Right. Like I'm very much like, there's a mirror over there. <laughs> right. Oh, you looking for sunglasses? They're right there. Right. Oh, we just, we got those cargos there there. I think I'm more and so um, like I'm quiet. I'm very much like I'll, I'll answer your question and that's it and that's I'll it. Just give me what you if, when you come in the door, hey bro, what's good? And that's that. And that's that. Like until you ask me for help or whatever, I'm not really like saying much to you, right? Because I just I don't know how people are going to respond or react or treat me, right? So I keep it real, bare minimum, right? So yeah, but I mean I'm, I mean I've definitely had some straight guys come into work, mm-hmm. into my job, and, like, they'll actually have conversations with me, mm-hmm. or whatever, they'll ask me, whatever, whatever, and they'll be cool, but then, I've definitely had guys come in where I'm like, hey, how you doing today, and they don't even speak. Yeah. They'll walk right past me, I, like, I'm not I want to be, I hate people don't look up at me, like, you yeah. walk down a trim, when I'm trying to take your order, or, you know, whatever, you won't even look at me, or you'll have your girl like speak for you. I hate that. Oh, so that is much. that is one of the things that it's irks almost me so like much. disrespectful a little bit. So. When I'm like, "What would you like to drink?" and then she's like, "Oh, he want a honey margarita." I didn't ask you, girl. Right. I asked him, and I'm looking at him. Or what makes it worse is not necessarily that she's answering for him, but when I ask him, and then he like point to her or look at her right. for her to answer. And it's I, like, I kind of want to ask like a married couple, like, what is that about? I'm gonna have. To, I'm, I think I'm gonna ask one day, like you know, not to be rude, but I notice a lot of like a lot of people that come in as couples, the wife speaks for, or the husband, a, or speaks the girlfriend, for, or she yeah, don't have to be wife whatever the time. couple is. Like either the man. Sometimes when the man speaks for the woman, she always look real like like a like a beat puppy. Yeah. Um, and then when the when the woman speaks, it's kind of like, do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, this mm-hmm. your job. Type of, it just, it's very, like, speak for y'all. If I'm talking to you, you answer. Right. Like, speak when spoken to. Right. <laughs> it's that thing for me. So, yeah. Okay. You got another one? Mm, yes. Um, at what age do you think you were, like, fully comfortable in your sexuality? Where it's like, bitch, I'm getting this is what it is. Mm. Well, okay, so I came out to my mom. Which is one of my questions. Oh, okay. Well, I came out to my mom after my freshman year in college. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, after that summer, like, after that, mm-hmm. 
when I went back to school, that's when I guess I started experimenting more, mm-hmm. like seeing, like trying to find out who I was basically. Right. So like, you know, I had long hair, like not locks, but just right. long hair. So that's when I started like, you know, wearing my hair out more or like I would get it pressed or like, um, that's when I started like getting my eyebrows waxed to right. see what that was like. Or like I would, um, I used to, I went through this whole phase where, um, like gold eyeshadow or white eyeshadow, I would put it in the inner corners of my eye. Oh, okay. And that was like, with mascara, that was like me every day. Okay. Um, so like, I just went through like different phases, I guess, right. of like being gay. Right. <laughs> um, until I like finally like... Kind of found your thing. Yeah, so like probably like around, I would say probably like around my junior year. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, okay, I'm, I'm pretty much set at who I am, really. Gotcha. And being, like, comfortable in my gayness. Okay. So I was going to ask you, when did you come out to your, Did you have to come out to your... Well, did you feel like you had to come out to your mom? Or was one thing like, child is what it is, but let's just have the conversation. No, I told you the story. You remember? When I came home from school, and my best friend was like, Miss Sharon, Dominic got something to tell you. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So I was... So, I mean, I was... Slightly forced. But do you think she already knew? Um, I mean, I, I feel like she might have... Um, she might have had thoughts. Mm-hmm. But like it wasn't confirmed. confirmed. Okay. Right. So, yeah. So did you have to do the same thing with your dad? Or was it just like, go fuck him and this what it is. And he'll find out when he find out. Um, I never really like came out. Yeah. Really to my dad. You see it. He he just yeah like it was like you you see stuff yeah. on Facebook or you, I guess hear it from your friends who right. see me, at places or whatever. Right. So I mean yeah. I forgot what I was about to say. It was regarding that, but I forgot. Anyway, fuck people who are friends with parents and go back to their. Well, I don't know. I don't necessarily think that like my dad's friends were like going back and being like malicious about things Mm -hmm. i because my dad has told me like in one of his little like rants drunken like Mm -hmm. rants about him loving me and i'm his only child and whatever whatever like his friends i guess had made comments about me being fruity okay so yeah i gotcha um do you think it is possible for a gay man to successfully run for office like win and like literally be in office i do but for that gay man to and this is like a bad it's i hate that i have to say this Mm -hmm. but it's the same for like black people Mm -hmm. where like you know how people be like as a black person, you have to work tw- twice as hard just to get half of oh yeah, 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 yeah. Or whatever. So I feel like if a gay candidate is going to win any type of like presidential, whatever, yeah. their record has to be immaculate, Mister Clean. Yeah, like spick and span. Do you think they can do it? Like, do you think it would be wise to not even bring that part of their life up until they're like in it? Like, no, I'm here now. No, no. 
they would have to they I feel like the best way for um a candidate to run mm-hmm. is to put everything out in the open at first because if you're open about it people can't use it against you gotcha you know what okay. i'm saying so yeah. if there is a gay candidate if he comes in like yes i am gay mm-hmm. but these are the policies i'm standing on da, 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 da. Right. like don't let the focus be that i am gay okay you know what i'm saying like if somebody asks like yes and this is my husband right but this is what i'm trying to do for the american people gotcha. you know what i'm saying and then, but you can't have any type of like. We remember we used to do sex parties and yeah. Like, right here goes your OnlyFans from right two thousand, you know, fourteen right. or you know, saying like we have eyewitnesses that said you was in this brothel nightclub Oof. with somebody tied up and you oh. beat this man up and took his wallet. Right. Like you know, what I'm saying like right, I, right, 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 right. It can't be. It can't be any of that in your past. Mm-hmm. Or it can't even be little things like where, you know what I'm saying, your parents paid for you to get into this school right. instead of you, you know what I'm saying, getting in like everybody else. Like, right. it, it can't be any of those things you really in your past. For you have to, yeah. really keep an image. You got to think about stuff now for your future. Have you seen um that show on Netflix called The Politician? No. So it's actually very, very good. Um... But this guy, he wants to be president. Okay. But he's in high school. Okay. So, like, literally starting, I think the show, the show has them in high school, but I think he's had this this dream okay. since middle school, probably. Okay. So, like, everything that he's doing in school is to prepare him for, for being president. So, he's, oh. like, read all these presidents' memoirs. He's, oh, wow. like, running for student government. He's trying to keep a, a clean image, like, no right. cheating. Let me be the best in my class. Let me right. get into a good school. But let me get into this good school because of my grades and not because of right. who my family is. Like, he's literally, like, trying to have a squeak clean record so that when he becomes president, like, nobody can have anything to say about him. And so I think, like, for a candidate, which that leads me to another topic, but I feel like in order for... In order for people to, in order for us to see change, we need a, a diverse group of leaders. Mm-hmm. And I feel like right now we don't have a diverse group of leaders. Yes. Most of them are old white men. Yes. Um, there's a few women in the room. Um, there's like a handful of blacks. Right. But other than that, it's like, it's majority ran by old white men. Right. And I feel like the more that um, children see the Barack Obamas mm-hmm. and the... Um, it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, seeing that it's possible, then they'll want to get interested in politics or, like, if... Because, I mean, to be honest, growing up where I grew up, politics wasn't really talked about that much. Right. Like, anything political really wasn't touched on that much. So, like, that's why even now, like, sometimes I'm, like, a little... Not necessarily confused, but, like, mm-hmm. when I watch CNN, I'm like, mm, girl, what are y'all talking about for real? Mm-hmm. Right. So... I feel like if it's talked about at a younger age with people and if like people starts like plant that seed. Get, yeah, plant that seed and get exposed to it, yeah. then people will go to school and be poli sci majors and right. get into politics and change the world. All the great things. Okay. Um, um okay, so I don't really have a question okay. but I saw this today or yesterday. There was a video of this man, like, going around on Twitter. 
he stole a bottle of hand sanitizer from T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? No. So, okay. I guess, like, the people at T-Mobile were helping, like, on the camera, you could see, like, a T-Mobile representative right. helping somebody, like, talking about a phone or whatever, whatever. And this man is, like, casually strolling around, like, looking at phones or whatever. It's, like, the surveillance. Like, somebody was recording, right. I guess, like, the security camera footage. Right. Like, he literally is, like, just walking around. T-Mobile acting like he's looking at stuff. And then, like, there's, like, a bottle of hand sanitizer, like, on the edge of this counter. Uh-huh. And he's, like, walking around, walking around. And then, like, he literally, like, just, like, kind of, like, swipes it and conceals it. And then, right. like, walks out of T-Mobile. Wow. That's just, it's just this whole, like, panic. This that the world pa- panic like, paranoia. Like, I just. People I, are really, like, freaking out. Like. I tweeted it earlier today. I'm, like, people are freaking out. And they're going out and buying things. But they don't really have all the facts about what what's going what on. actually is. And I'm like, the news outlets, the media, it's not necessarily their job to be 100% accurate. Right. I want people to know that. Like, that used to be the thing with news outlets. Right. But now it's always about, like... Who got the first story. Who got it first. Who broke the story first. Right. Who has the news first. And so it's like, not, not always do they have the facts like 100% fact like not they, they hear a little bit of something and then they break the news and it's like but we weren't finished telling you the statement right. or we weren't finished researching or, or whatever and not only not only um we need to be the first but also um people lack sensitivity to issues now and that right. is why right that is why like with that whole Vanessa Bryant right. found out that her husband and her child is dead through TMZ instead of, you know... Instead of police officers or professionals because coming to her TMZ home. TMZ does not care about... They don't care about how you feel. I gotta have this first story out here first. I gotta have it right now. Right, for clickbait. So right. people can click it's on just, my website. Like so people can money. subscribe to my news. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's just... Ugh, it's getting out of hand. Right. So that's what I was like. Like, people weren't, people aren't even like waiting for release like waiting to hear press releases from like doctors or the cdc or like all these people that sit on panels for like health and wellness like y'all aren't listening to them y'all are listening to you know john brown who runs channel 12 news or whatever and it's like he doesn't necessarily have all the facts he's not a doctor he can't really tell you he can only go by hearsay and it's like if he only heard part of the story and then he's reporting it to you guys so he could be the first one to air it Right. Like now, y'all out here running around getting eighty thousand rolls of toilet paper and don't even need all that and don't even need all that. I saw somebody else said, um, just for the record, coronavirus does not give you the shits; it's a respiratory infection. So why you got all this tissue in your house? Right. This is very true. Um, what is one thing you wish you would have known in your younger years that you like know now? Oh, that is so weird because I have the I have a question that kind of goes along with that. Like, what's an adult problem no one prepared you for? But we'll go with yours first. Okay. Um, what was it? Um, what is something that you, like... What's something that you know now that you wish you would have known when you were younger? Like, to prepare you for now, I guess. Um. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, when I was younger... I wish that I would have known... Like, okay, um, I don't know how to, I don't know how to really explain this, I guess. Okay, growing up, like, things just came naturally to me. Mm-hmm. 
So I didn't really have to like really try. Right. So like elementary, middle school, high school, like I did my work. I tried, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I put in effort, but I didn't put in like my max effort. Right. Because I was good at things. Like I, I did enough to, get you know, get best. ahead of everybody else. Right. But because nobody ever really like pushed me to do more, mm-hmm. I think that it created a, um, like a, like a bar that was like kind of low. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm, I'm doing, I'm meeting this bar. Right. So I but know. nobody ever pushed me to go beyond that bar. Right. And so then when I got to college, it was like a shock. Gotcha. Because generally, I feel like in college, college is made up of people who we all graduated top 10 or we all, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, but you have people with different like work ethics and different mm-hmm. whatever backgrounds. So like I got to college and like my first year, I breezed on through. Right. You know, the first part of my second year, I was breezing on through. Right. Second part of my second year, I was like, okay, this is getting a little tough. Right. And then like once I'm here for three years, it's like I'm over this. You know what I'm saying? Nobody told me like for real, for real, like about like the social pressures and like you know what I'm saying? Like, really, nobody nobody taught me about social purposes. Nobody really taught me about time management mm-hmm. or, like, how to properly, like, prepare for things. So, like, a lot of stuff I was learning, like... As you go. As I go, like, okay. on the fly. So, like, I, I guess as a child, I wish people would have, like, helped me set certain um, habits in place mm-hmm. that would have helped me later in life. Like, gotcha. time management skills and, like, preparation skills, organizational mm-hmm. skills. Because I feel like... They talk about it a little bit in school, but they don't really focus on like, it. And I feel like that ultimately helps people through life. Gotcha. Because when you get into the workforce, time management is a is a thing. Because you got to get to work on time. You got to meet deadlines right. at work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Being organized and stuff like that at work. Because you got to create files and look for files, open files, send files, all this email and whatever, whatever. Right. So it's like people don't really... People in my world my atmosphere mm-hmm. my neighborhood whatever growing up like they didn't really prepare me for that so i feel like i wish i would have known um do you believe that faith and you didn't answer what if, oh about what i learned in life oh um dang girl sorry i just i'm not gonna be answering all these questions like this is a a, a 20 20 with Barbara walters listen i try to do what i can to get the people to get to know you <laughs> um one thing i wish i would have learned in my younger years that i know now um I feel like I'm still learning so much in life. Um, I mean, which is fine. Enjoy every moment. Or, like, like if the opportunity presents itself, don't run away from it. Or, Mm -hmm. like, sometimes it's not about... How do I say this? Like, I wish I would have gone to college, not for the degree, but for the moment. That okay. people have experienced that I've never experienced. Right. Like, I, I have no clue about, like, um, like homecoming games. Even when I was in high school, because I didn't enjoy school, I didn't go to games. Um, my parents never pushed me to be in sports, so I was never in sports. Right. Um, I think that I was naturally good at sports, I think. Because every time I played a sport, like, just in, like, physical education, I was good at it. Like, right. I always caught the ball in football and ran. 
I don't know, just run, just <laughs> right, run right. through the people. Um, like I think I won like a gold trophy um, during like field day for volleyball. Um, yeah, like I think what's the what's the one um, track and field where you just won just straight. You don't do the whole lap. It's just like, once you do that one straight short part. 100, 100, 100 meter. 100. Yeah, like I did like three right. times. I was like the fat kid killing all the skinny kids. Like, but I've never like. Nobody ever pushed you. Yeah, yeah. so like I've never like, I, you know, like, is it probates? Mm-hmm. Like any of that stuff, step shows and like just school events and gatherings of people. I never like was a part of those because I really hated school so much. And then I also didn't even know what I wanted to do to go to college. Not saying that you have to go to college, but like there needs but to be a way what? to a I way to say, find out those opportunities. I will say this. Um I my school didn't do like a great job of preparing us for life after high school. But one thing that I think they did very well on is like they had different tracks okay so like if you if you were a child that like just knew you wanted to go to college they had like a certain like course set up for you through high school to make it happen if you knew like um i may not really want to go to college but i don't know they had a a course set up for like um maybe that would lead you to like a community college so you could at least get like an associate's degree in something Um, and then like, once you get that little bit of experience of college, if you wanted to go to a four year university, it'd be easy for you to transfer because you already have credits from a community college. Right. Um, and then they had people that if you just, you don't really care too much for school, but you know, like, like there are some people like, I like working on cars or like, you know, saying like trade, they call it trade school or whatever. So then they had like a, a, a set a course set up for that. Like, yeah, so, my like, sister had that because she went to a charter school for high school, and so well, actually for middle school. That's what she was doing at nursing and stuff, right? Um, d- dentistry. Oh, so yeah, they dentistry. had like a they had like a thing where you work on cars, and they had like a dentistry thing, like engineering, and then dentistry. Right. So yeah, so I think that for me it was more so just like taking the experience, like don't overthink, and just enjoy the moment if that makes any sense. No, I get that. Because I really wish, like, looking back, I wish I would have um, taken some courses at the community college. Because I, my senior year, I had open time. Yeah. Because I had literally, because I had been in, like, honors classes and AP classes. Oh, yeah. So I had my credit hours. Oh. Okay. So by the time I was a senior, I had, like, free periods. Right. And so they offered courses at the community college. And I really wish I would have taken the cosmetology course. Hmm. Cause it was literally like you, the court the the courses were free. Oh wow! As long as I was in high school, they they were free. Right. Um, I just had to pay for my kit, which is which fun. was two hundred dollars. But you just single didn't. parent yeah. home, and I'm just like two hundred dollars. My mom was not gonna go for that. Didn't even. So I didn't even do it. Right. But I wish I would have like at least talked to her mm-hmm. about it, cause knowing my mom, she probably would have found that two hundred dollars from somewhere. Right. <laughs> she would have scraped and and whatever, and I would have had. Grandma it. always got it. I don't know how she got the shit, but grandma always got. So yeah, um, but I definitely do wish I would have taken, I guess, more risks on things. Gotcha. So yeah, um, oh my question was, do you believe faith in the universe are one and the same? Like having faith, and then people they'd be like, oh, the universe will provide. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because but I think both of them are based, are a are belief-based, are a, I think both of them are based on the idea of there being something greater than yourself. Okay. So when you have faith, you believe. Yes. In a higher power. In a higher power. You you know what I'm saying? People say, I have faith in God. I have faith in right. God. Like you, you're believing in something other than yourself. Right. And I didn't want to I didn't want to say religion in the universe because I'm just in a different place for religion right now. So right. I use the word faith because like, you know. Yeah. So like I believe that like people having faith. Mm-hmm. in anything because even with you saying stuff about the universe like you're still having faith yeah in that thing yeah in that thing mm-hmm. so like whatever your beliefs are like you're having a a connection to something other than yourself gotcha. so I just feel like they're one and the same okay hmm. I mean and if you believe in God then I mean you know that the Bible says God created all things. So he created the universe. So if you're saying, like, I believe in the universe, you, you believe in God. That's tricky. To a certain extent, but... Now, I... Hmm. For me, a lot of people who do the universe also be real big on these rocks and... and, and that, okay. And all that. And, and... stars aligning and... You know, yoga, it'd be deeper than just stretching. It'd be for real, like, I, it's deeper. I don't know enough about everything to, yeah. like, fully comment on those things. Right. However, I do believe that... I do believe in, in, in some things. Yes. I do believe in some things. Because, um... You know, doing... I took yoga for two years when I was in college Mm -hmm. it was like an elective but I I did it because I really enjoyed it and the time slot that the yoga class was it was like at the end of my day so like I had classes in the morning yeah and then I I had my yoga class was my last class oh okay but just like doing the stretches and like the way because our instructor he used to have like this like really soothing music playing Mm -hmm. and his voice was just like really nice and soothing we would do the stretches, but he was more so about, like, finding your center. So, like, there was times gotcha. where we would just, like, lay on the floor, on our backs, mm-hmm. palms facing the ceiling, and then, like, doing, like, different breathing techniques. Then we would get up and, like, stretch and stuff like that. And then, like, he, the way he would talk about, like, you know, breathing in the good, mm-hmm. breathing out the bad, like, letting go of the problems of the day. Like, right. that stuff really does help because it's, like... You're letting go of stressful things in your life. Gotcha. And your stress causes all types of like illnesses and stuff like that. So, I do believe that some of those things, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if you do, if you do have that belief in them and if you do them correctly or whatever, mm-hmm. like, your quality of life can improve. Okay. I mean, listen, I mean, I don't know. Go to dry. Listen, and then, you know, they can be doing them hot stones and hot rocks, placing them on you and... I'm good, sis. The... Yo. Give me a heated sheet and out of here. Not a heated sheet. Um, how manage... How manageable is your temper? 
Um, I don't know if I have like a real life temper. I think it's more so a um, <laughs> like I think it's more so me being more so in control of my emotions and not like having the need to respond to everything. So do you feel like temper and anger are two different things? Um, Or are they like synonymous? Well, I think a temper... Because like when you think of a temper, you, it's like, and you're like, you're always angry. Like you just like... Like for me, I feel like I'm more of a... If you even try it, I'm coming for you. And right, so then, then, then that, but I don't, I don't be like mad and ready to fight. It's more so like I'm gonna say whether I be whether there's passion in my voice or I could or just me talking calm, and I just be like, well, that's why da 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 da, and now you offended, now you upset. I'm leaving. So then you think so then by that. You feel like your temper is very manageable. You just uh, because you can get people together in a calm way. Yeah, I think without all the rah rah. And I also have learned to like. I can go to certain people, and like, cuss them out for the person I really want to cuss out. If that makes sense, like I've had coworkers be like, "Okay, say it to me first, before you say it to that person." Oh, okay. That type of thing. So, like, okay. I'll be like, because that's why your motherfucking ass, da 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 da. like, okay, so you can't say that when you go to them. Right. And I'm like, okay, okay well, now they want to say it, I'm going to say it. Right. So, it's just, I think my temper is manage- manageable. It's more so being in control of my emotions and not letting everything, like, you don't you need, yeah, to. like, you don't need to, like, read these people down like this. Like, you don't need to do all of that. Like, so yeah, do you think your temperature man your temperature your temper is manageable? Uh yeah. Now. <laughs> now it is. Um okay. I don't know. Now things like they may bother me and mm-hmm. I'll probably shut down for a right. minute. And cuz I have to like think it out and Just then give me a second to pull it together. Yeah, give give me a second to pull it together and give me a second to like process what's what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then I can handle it. Um whereas like had this been like 2000, 2010, right? And younger me, <laughs> gotcha. I, cause I used to be very, um, I used to be very argumentative uh-huh. and very combative, and um, I always felt attacked. Okay. So like any little thing that somebody said to me, like I always felt like it was an attack on me, okay. and I got to defend myself. Gotcha. So if like we were talking. As even even with my friends, some of my friends, like, you know, say you had came to me and been like, um, I didn't really appreciate the way you do So what you trying to say? Oh, like yeah, I would yeah, like yeah. I would immediately go into that. Okay. And I think a lot of times it was because I, I always just felt like I was being attacked. Gotcha. And I really wasn't listening to what people were telling me and not really taking it into account like my actions were actually like hurting somebody else. Right. And actually listening to like Okay, well, what can I do to make this better with my gotcha. 
or with anybody. So yeah, okay. back in the day, anger wasn't Didn't very manageable. Gotcha. But today, these days, it's looking great. Gotcha. The Lord has worked on me. Do you like two more? Mm-hmm. Um, so this was kind of like a night not so serious. Mm-hmm. Um, if a black person says, I'm around the corner, how far away are they? Um, it depends on which little person you're talking to. Because... Yeah, it depends <laughs> on which level of black we talking about here. Like, cause some people really do for real be around the corner, right? And there's some people who like I am like far back on the highway. Like, like I'm just pulling out my driveway. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm coming. I'm running. I'm driving fast. I'm on the corner. Yeah, it just depends on the level of black we talking to here. So I saw this man. I got the question because I saw it on Twitter, mm-hmm. but this man responded. He was like. It depends on the age range. That too. So I looked at his age range and I was like, this is like legit. So I wrote it down. So mm-hmm. he said between 16 and 20, like 16 years old, yeah. 20 years old, you really like three minutes away. Okay. Um, 21 to 25, you probably like on the highway, on the yes. other state. If you're 26 to 30, you probably just leaving the house, pulling out your driveway. If you're 31 to 35... You're definitely just getting out of the shower. You just, that's what he said. He's like, you either hopping in or getting out. Like, you just... It's, right. it's, it's the shower time. Um, but I can't even say that because in real talk, like, it, I can't say I'm on the corner when I'm getting in the shower because my shower was 30 minutes. Literally. Um, then he was like, 36 to 40, you in the bed. And if you plus 40 plus, I'm not, I'm not coming. Listen, <laughs> I'm not. Just don't worry I, about I, it. I'm, I'm around the corner means I'm not coming. Yeah, I don't. It it for me, it depends on the level of black we talking about here. So, True. Yeah. I I think for me, um, I don't know. I really don't tell people that I'm around the corner. And there's a, and if there's a time limit on what we're doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. If right, we have right. to be there at a certain time, and you know, is the person you roll away always known to be late? Oh, cause I can't stand that. Like I, working at Cirque, I'd be like, I'd be looking at black people like, why would y'all do that? So, I hate when people, like, and it's, I feel like, and I honestly feel like it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I hate when I've seen people make birthday reservations. Like, oh, they will, they will call and God. make birthday reservations at Cirque, and the, the birthday person will call mm-hmm. and be like, I'm expecting 10 to 15 people. Mm-hmm. Um, I told them to, you know, be here at 8, around 8. Right. The birthday person will come in at 9 o'clock and will nobody be there. And I'm like, this bitch told y'all eight. No. They were trying to make an entrance, and y'all ain't here. I feel like that is so disrespectful. I had a guy, actually, what, was this Friday, or was this, it was, had to be, it was Friday. This guy came, it was his birthday, he bought his own cake. He made a reservation for five. Him and four other people. Mm Mm-hmm. His reservation was at seven o'clock. We set him at, like, 710, because it was a lot going on. He sat there by himself with that cake until 815. That's rude. And that I, is rude and disrespectful. It's embarrassing. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sitting at this big ass table by myself and there's nobody here for an and hour. And then you and know, like, some restaurants won't seat your party until you get oh, there. at least half of y'all and are there. And the only reason why we let him sit that long is because it wasn't, you know, with this whole whatever's going on, like, it hasn't been, like, super crazy busy or we needed this the section. Right. But, like... Had y'all needed the section, so you got to get we up. Told to him, we time. told him, like, because at one point we did it. It was like, listen, if they're not here in five minutes, we got to get the table. Like, he was like, you know, okay. Luckily, they had shot right after we said that, but but that's what I'm saying. But like that's disrespectful because you don't you don't you don't know 
what that person it's had to go through to get that in Absolutely. to get that in. because some places require you, you to have a deposit for a reservation. Yep. Some places you just call and they'll set it up. And for it's you. not refundable in some or, places. Yeah, some places it's not refundable. So it's like See. you don't understand what people have to go through. So it's like if you're gonna be hella late, talking about something you I'm around a corner, but you really forty five minutes away, like bitch. Now I done lost my reservation and my and money. That's why I was so big on like, listen, this show starting at six o'clock on the dot. If y'all ain't there by sixteen, you ain't getting in. Luckily, somebody was like, traffic is bad. And I always had like, sure, we start at six ten, but we were ready to go. Right, at six. literally, we were ready to go for our show at right. six o'clock, ready to like, shut the doors. But because there was an accident and we right. was having trouble getting there, we extended hate, it a little bit. But I, oh, girl, no, I hate late. I just hate late. And the thing is, there's a. T- I feel like there is a a way to be late without looking bad. Like there's a time and a and a place to be kind of right. late. Um, and it depends on the situation too. Like, like okay, say we're having a, a house gathering. Right. Like I would never if people say we we that is from six to ten, I'm not showing up right at six. This not unless true. like if it's if it's one of my really good friends, I might show up at six to see if like okay, do, yeah, do y'all know, still need help setting up or like or is everything in place? Or doing that way, so I'm just coming over anyway. Right, right. But if it's like I'm. A friend of a friend, or like you know, saying I was invited and through it's from something. six to ten, I'd be there by eight, right? Because I don't open the club, but close the club. Let's just start there, right? So, I mean, it, it depends on the event and what's right. going on. But, like, if we're having a, a birthday dinner, like, show up on time because restaurants don't play. Stuff that I do, you have to come get dressed and come to a venue. I need you to be there on time, <laughs> literally. If there's a reservation in place, you need to be there at least five minutes before, at least, at least be sitting in the car, <laughs> right? Jesus. Anymore? So, do you think that, um, excuse me, I had to burp. Do you think that when this whole, like, coronavirus situation, like, dies down, do you think that places are going to clean the same as they're doing now? I think that a lot of people, if it's not, if it's not, uh, if it's not a built habit, People go back to the old ways. That's for anything in life. Like, because you know, like some places, like like the like public transit and stuff like that. Like they've been really like trying mm-hmm. to make sure that those facilities are clean, like right. really, really clean. And I'm like, why can't they do that regular? Right. Yeah. So I feel like some people have the mindset of, well, we booming now, so screw that. What we was doing, because now you got time to clean up. You know what I'm saying? True. And then once you get your business back, you're not making time. You won't have the time, but you can make the time. You just have, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so, like, for instance, we're closed every Monday. So on Mondays, they have, like, a cleaning crew come in, like, clean, clean, clean. Right. But I feel like with some people who, they weren't doing it in the first place. Now you are, but once your business get back, boom, a child, save them the coins and, like, you know. Right. So it just, mm, it Because depends. honestly, like. I was at work yesterday, and I was thinking, like, once all of this dies down or goes away or whatever, whatever, I'm like, I really still think that some of the stuff that we're doing, we mm-hmm. should just continue to do. Absolutely. Just because. Because Absolutely. we're uh, an industry that deals with the public But then that also goes, lot. That goes back to whoever, like, the top is in charge of that. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like, for y'all, whoever, you know, sends out y'all, like, mass messages or, you know, whatever for your corporate, like... I mean, yeah, but still, like, we could still... As a a store, we could still set some store rules. Absolutely. 
So, like, I'm, I'm definitely going to talk it's, to my, my manager about that. Yeah. Because I, I really feel like the things that we are doing to, like, prevent everybody from getting sick, we probably should just keep doing on a regular. Right. Like, wiping down the fitting room door handles and, like, the stair railings. Absolutely. And so like, we should just still do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I wiped down the stair rail the other day. And that thing, be, and you don't realize how dirty stuff is. Oh, my God. You don't. Because... It's stainless steel, so yeah. like it just still looks silver. But like when after right. I wiped it down, I looked at that cloth, and it was like brown. I was like, like gross. Yes, last night, um, the guy who was like taking everybody's money in the bucket, mm-hmm. um, he dropped his drink while trying to get somebody else's money off the ground, and so um, this guy named Anthony came and took a towel and like wiped over this stuff, and the floor was so dirty. So dirty. Like, but but y'all mop. I'm like, what is happening here? So dirty. But that's why I'm using clean mops. But it doesn't take much to get something dirty, that's honestly. Especially if you clean up with a white towel. Because I feel like all my towels are just ruined by makeup now. Like, I'd be at the gym with these old, dirty-looking, stained, colorful-ass towels. I'm like, I promise they clean, y'all. Like, right. It's just a little stained eyeshadow on here. Right. Because <laughs> I had gotten... I think I had got blood on a towel one time. And that's all she wrote. And I'm like, I mean, I've washed it. <laughs> I've washed it plenty of times. Listen. Sorry about sorry to this man. Either you're gonna use it or not. Right. Um, are you a Okay, so this is like two two scenarios. Okay. okay. So are you a they're not paying me any attention, so I hate them type of person? Uh-huh. Or uh they're not paying me any attention, so I hate me type of person. Um, I think it depends on, it depends on your level of confidence in yourself. No, I'm talking about for you. Like, what what type of person are you? It depends on, like, it depends on what I need the attention for, if that makes sense. Like, like, if it's somebody that I'm interested in and I like them, and they're not paying attention to me, then you start questioning, like, is it me? Is something wrong with me? Right. Um, but if it's just like, let's say I go to a drag show and nobody tipping, that's y'all lost. Cause I know, I, I know. Right, I right, this, right, and, right, right. So it, it really depends on the environment, the space, the level of who that person or people okay. are. See, I never thought about that. See, I was like, when I initially saw the question, I was like, uh, I was like, oh, I'm, if they're not paying attention to me, I hate them type person. But yeah, I can see on. how like, especially when it's like people that are like either closest, closer right. to you or people that you have an interest in, if they're not paying you attention, like when like, me you start and, to get like, what's wrong with me? Me and Lala and Drew used to do phase one. It was a lesbian club where I thought about it. I went there twice. I ain't been back since and ain't going back. <laughs> you couldn't even pay me to go back. Oh shit. Because... I'm giving my all. Y'all just looking at me. But you know what? I have found out, like, lesbians, they don't necessarily appreciate drag like gay men do. Unless they are lesbians who grew up in, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's usually a lot of older lesbians because they grew up with, like, having gay male friends. And it's like back in the day, everybody was just gay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we all had to... Fight this thing together. Together. It wasn't like the lesbians fight together, the gays fight together. Right. The trans, like, we all just gay. Right. <laughs> like. But, okay, so do you think that's because, like, 
Because I heard this too when they were talking about Disney was having a um, like first gay kiss on camera or like a really really like delving into a gay relationship uh-huh. or whatever. And they were like, you know, gay relationships aren't really put on TV like that a lot of times unless it's like a lesbian relationship uh-huh. because lesbian relationships are more acceptable. So do you think like because of that, like it caused a divide between like gay men and lesbians because lesbians are a little more accepted in society and gay men get a little more like um, pushed back so, and, and violently treated. So there's this thing of like weakness and men don't men don't want to ever be equated with being weak. Right. And so, it doesn't matter how masculine you are, how whatever. Being called gay, to some people, is a form of you being weak. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Like, it's easier to be a lesbian, because at the end of the day, you're still a girl. Right. Like, like at the end of the day, you still have these, like... Like, you get periods, and... You still got titties and... This, society still sees you as soft. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, with men, it's just, they feel like because you're gay, like a bitch don't cut grass and a bitch don't like sports and and like his dick don't get right. to do. It's just be, like, everything is equated to putting the dick in the butt. Right. And it's like, girl, there's so much more. Like, there's so much more. So, Yeah. It's interesting. It's, it's... <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I it's just it. exhausting. It, like, is, just... it is It is. very exhausting. It's, it's just, very exhausting. It's, which, you know what? This brings me, because I was gonna... Today is a better day for me. But I had a little... Episode? I don't know if I want to call it an episode, but just more of like a... I've had a down moment. And it was like a really down moment. And um, I thought I wanted to like talk about it on here. Um, just because I feel like I may not be the only person that feels like this in their mm-hmm. life. Right. Um, and it's not a... It's not a conversation. Or it's, it's not me venting so somebody can feel sorry for me. It's more so like, this is how I feel mm-hmm. type of thing. Um Lately, I've been surrounded by couples. Okay. Um, I've been surrounded or just put in situations where, like, um, I'm serving couples. Mm-hmm. Specifically gay couples. I you know, share couples all the time, whatever. But specifically gay couples or you're, you know, I'm serving tables that are on first dates. I meet people the first time. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know... Um, Ty and Lorenzo came to the Good show. Time. Yeah. Um, Uncle Ryan. And it just, I'm just around couples or, um, right. you know, other friends that have relationships. Right. Um, so it's kind of, lately I've been in this place of happy for them, but it puts me in a sad space for me because the things that are happening to me are becoming repetitive or, like, annoying. As far as, like, um, As dating? far as dating and, 
I'm in a place in my life where I truly, I do believe that God will open doors when he sees that you're ready for this. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I do question like, maybe I'm not ready or there's got to be something that God knows that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And I never question God in a sense of like, hurry up, what you doing? I, I more so question like, what am I missing? Right. And can you show me that so I can stop feeling this way? So that mm-hmm. way I know, like, okay, I get that you're preparing me for this. So right now I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So it makes it hard for me because a lot of times I feel like lately, lately. every person that I meet, and it's not a lot. I don't want to think I'm just meeting a whole bunch of men. <laughs> but it's not that. Um, <laughs> It's been the same three things. Either every guy has told me they I'm a you're a your great friend guy. Or brother, no, yeah. you're a great guy, but I can't date you because of what happened with my ex. It's a situation of like, I hurt my ex, I'm afraid I'm gonna hurt you. Or I'm not over my ex, I need to figure that out so that I won't hurt you. Right. Or it's been that a lot lately. Or it's been a thing of, I I have trauma, I have past hurt, I have past issues, and I have not dealt with them. And, and it's physically there for people to see that I have issues. But nobody's calling it out, including my friend. Like, speaking for that person, mm-hmm. like, that person can be hurt or deal with trauma or deal with something... And none, even, none of their friends have even dealt with the issue. And so, like, I had a guy, like, one of the last guys that I was trying to entertain, um, I brought up, he had a drinking situation that bothered me. Mm-hmm. And so I brought it up, and he was physically offended. And he was upset by it. And it bothered him and it annoyed him. And so when I went to apologize and kind of explain myself, he was like, oh, you can't hurt my feelings. I don't have feelings. And for me, that is a that is a, uh, um, yeah, yeah, like a defense mechanism. Yeah, and so I just wish I just think God to figure it out before you even try, because you're wasting other people's time. Like I'm in a place where I want to love and I want to have kids and I want to be loved and all those things, and I can't do that because you wasted my time and you ain't even saying that I got these issues or whatever. Right. So. I don't want to go into detail with all this right now. That could be a different episode about love, but it's just like I'm just over. I mean, we can niggas. say that for yeah, we'll a new time. time. Call so, it yeah. just call it niggas. Just call it niggas, and we can. You know what? We'll talk about that soon. We're not the next episode because we have another one for that. But yeah, so that's that. Um, um I, I mean, know. that's all I have. Yes. Once again, we want to thank everybody for supporting us um, during our live show. Um, if you were not there, you missed a good old, good old treat. A good old, good old um, We did post the audio from that. Yes. Um, we were going to have some video, but oh, that... Oh, girl. Child, moving along. That situation was a situation. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, you can always um, subscribe to both of our Instagram pages. Yes. At The Real Trevoris. And at underscore Dommy Boy underscore. Yes. You can also follow... Princess Carter. Yes. Princess with a Y, not an I. 
Uh huh. That's at Princess Carter on Instagram. Yes. Um, you can follow us as a team. We both run the Peach Tea Podcast. Yes. Um, page on Instagram. That means we both see the DMs. We both see the DMs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you want to slide in them, that's mm-hmm. fine. We'll see that. Um. Also, if you ever want to give us any feedback, you can also slide in the DMs of the Peach Tea Podcast on um, Instagram. Yes. But you can also email us at thepeachteapodcast at gmail.com. Yes. I have been checking it regularly. Okay. Um, we haven't gotten anything besides spam shit. Yes. From SoundCloud. Okay. But um, but yes, just reach out to us. Um, let us know your thoughts and feelings, concerns, questions. Yes, things you um, want to talk about. Yeah, also, you know, like like our podcast, share it. Yes. Um, we do see when people share on Instagram. We love that. We try yes. to, uh, you know, them. Re- repost them or even respond to what you guys post about us. Yes. On um, Instagram. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And, and uh, uh, yeah. Until next time, sis. Bajo. <laughs> oh, you're not going to do your morning? Mm-hmm. It's going to be bajo. I don't feel like morning. The niggas don't deserve my morning. Yes. Uh, <sighs> Wait for your black I'm king. Of, sick of wasting my good moans on niggas who ain't shit. Okay, well, bye guys. Kissing frogs and shit. Oop, bye. <laughs>